And you're very welcome to Season 2, Episode 16. Glorious weather we have here in Dublin uh, with Johnny Ward, myself, Daniel MacDonald, and our guests today on uh, LOI Weekly are Johnny MacDonald, who's in studio, and Alan Bennett, who will be on the phone uh, live from Cork. Podcast Republic, uh, you'll find us on as well as Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud. On Twitter, we're at LOI Weekly, and... Um, Keep the comments coming in on it and on that LOI weekly. We're we're a smaller slice than than we used to be because there are about seven or eight cakes now, seven or eight parts of the cake. There are a lot no, of podcasts out I there. I don't have no idea what you're talking about. But speaking speaking of Johnny Mac, speaking of cake, Johnny Mac sharp humor, almost as sharp as his suit. What about Johnny Mac on Twitter recently? Oh yeah, collar outside and cuff. collar and cuff. Yeah. It was like uh, very crude. I don't know. He was like an extra in some sort of <laughs> mafia movie at some stage in I, the. Uh, back in the day, like you know, Declan looks good. after me really well. He yeah, does, I looked after say. Dan as well. Yeah, yeah no, I did, the wedding, did yeah. my wedding. Yeah, so he was he was he well he turned been, out. He, he yeah. was the priest at your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Obviously, things got weird after that. Like we just read collar and cuff. We made a really strange book in here. <laughs> he just given us started measuring us rather than. Uh, I'll doing leave any that bad. one with you. <laughs> That's a lot of free publicity for collar and cuff. There, like you know, we've done it. Yeah. yeah we've done um, it. And Johnny McDonald. Otherwise, you, you've uh, you've been you've, you've a bit of a tan going on there, and you haven't even gone to on holidays oh, yet. No, You're telling me off to New no, York or something. No, Sunbeds was it? Yeah. Where are you going? Marbella? No, else? no, I'm going down to Grand Canary. Grand Canary. The next end of the month. You're looking no, that's, well. That's from the uh, sunshine out with the young Belvedere boys doing oh, a bit yeah. of work with the lads in Belvedere. So. And one of their former players had a epic night on Monday night. Playing, oh, coming on in Saint Denis. In the rain. Yeah. yeah in the in the book. rain. We'll get to that later as well. Um, Great. Congratulations to Graham Burke. Um, a few other things we should mention. Um, I think the first thing we should mention is to wish Alan Reynolds a recovery. Um, all joking aside, he was subject to a horrific attack by all accounts, and um, he had he had a bit of surgery or an operation yesterday, which is what day is today? Wednesday. So uh, on we, Tuesday he had an Tuesday. operation. We were talking to and him. Let's put this uh, Johnny's conception of days and all this. Is like it's hard to keep up, Dan. And with all these would, midweek people games. are listening to this. You wouldn't know what they're listening to. Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, it's not really important anyway. But uh, he's recovering well, and uh, we wish him the best. Um, and just hope that uh, he makes a very speedy recovery. And uh, that that's basically it for for Alan Reynolds. But we will talk about now. <laughs> as in, he's not like he's, he's not dead or anything like. But uh, that's a bit. That we're not talking about Rennie anymore. Alan, if you're listening, <laughs> the best of luck. I hope you recover. Yeah. Yeah, and before before sorry about Johnny writing you yeah. off there. Before <laughs> the before the horrible incident <laughs> that happened to him, um, what well, they beat Derry four nil uh, the other night. Um, <laughs> Which was an incredible result, and Dan, it was one of five correct predictions for me. It was, and that's, uh, that's basically it for me in terms of the predictions. I think. I know, I wouldn't yeah, say that. Yeah, no, no, behind. it's seven behind. But um, for the steak dinner, but uh, John, I have to say now, two out of the last three weeks, I've gotten the five predictions right. It's not bad going. You want to say Anthem there? <laughs> no? I'm just thinking about the steak dinner, Johnny. Is it chapter one? Shanahan's. Oh, Shanahan's on the Shanahan's. green. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Shanahan's to answer your question, no, that doesn't surprise me, Johnny. Getting the five right absolutely doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Um, you have to get something right. Dan, you were at Bows and Rovers. Um, uh, no, this was not so good. That's, Didn't uh, see the game myself. That's the worst game I've been at in a long time, I have to say. It was really disappointing. Yeah. And, um, Too many Dublin derbies? Uh, Ah no! Well, no, no. There's only three Dublin clubs in the division. Like, Too many uh, Bowes Rovers in a short space. No, time. no. I just nope. think it was just a, it was just a bad game. Why? Like, well, I do, I do think. I mean, I did watch the highlights from the other games the weekend. I do think. Um, again, we're saying we're not going to complain about congestion and all this, but I do think that is a factor. Teams are a bit fatigued and making mistakes. Even <laughs> I looked at the Waterford Derry game in particular. Some of the mistakes that Derry were making, you're just thinking, what's what's going on? You know, uh, when you consider it's not a month ago or so that they played in the dark and were very 
sorted, you know, discipline and so on. So, uh, I mean, the, the first Bowers Rovers game in Daily Mint wasn't very good. Uh, was the it better game, than the first that? game of the season? Uh, was it better than that? No. No, really? Because no. that was a bad game. The pitch, I mean, the pitch definitely was was dry almost the other day. Um, I have to say, Bowes were very disappointed in the first 20, 30 minutes. They were just sort of lumping it, every possibility. Rovers were probably a little bit better, but not much better, and really couldn't, like, rise above it. Um, but, I, I mean, maybe, the, the, the you know, the, the conditions were a factor. I mean, Bowes ended up, again, you know, playing uh, you know, played Dan Byrne in the middle, um, the Ian Morris at left back, like they had a sort of a strong enough spine, but it, but actually maybe just didn't play as much football as they can, which is disappointing when you consider Intala. The I passed them and and they were brilliant. Mm. So maybe it's just the whole derby. You know, derbies can be bad games. That's what Stephen Bradley was saying afterwards, and neither team wanted to lose as such. But so as much as I said, Bowes disappointed me more properly in terms of their approach. At the same time, um, you know, these are the games that if Rovers are going to sort of challenge properly they need to go and and win them challenge and for top four yeah I mean, they won I mean, they were, I mean they've led in all three games and haven't won any of them and in this occasion they went ahead with like eight minutes to go that's the criminal and then conceded the basic set piece so you could talk about ability because you watched them you know take Pats apart very comprehensively on Tuesday you watched them beat Cork um, very well at home so if it's not ability it's obviously mentality. In or, nine you know, of their last 11 games, then, the, excepting the two you mentioned, they've scored five goals. I think that's correct. In that they... Oh, in, in total, in the, yeah, in, yeah. Apart from the two, yeah. three nil But even, even away from their, their away record, generally, is shocking. And One way. You're looking for them to... I guess you you have to judge it by the highest standard and say, if Cork go ahead with eight minutes to go, do they lose? Do, or, sorry, do they not win? Uh, do, no, they, I don't think they do. Uh, I think, and uh, yeah, with Rovers, they have a brittleness there. That's uh, they still only conceded seventeen goals. Dan. I know they've, they've, they've sorted out a lot of things. Yeah. At the but back. they've conceded; they're conceding them at bad That's times. Right. You yeah. see, which which which, is, which makes it worse because you can see that there's games where they're set up very well. Like I mean, they they were very good against Pats. Yeah. Now they, they didn't have Sam Bone on Friday, who was a big part of the game on on Tuesday. Um, but at the same time, it's just a it's a, it's a free kick into the box that just needed to be defended, and, um, and 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 Bradley was very angry afterwards, as angry as I've seen him. I don't want to get it wrong, but I've watched it back, and it, it looks like it was Lopez that was with Cornwall initially, and and lost him completely. And um, I'll know, put that, it to that's, you. That's uh, gonna that's gonna hurt your standing. I would have jo- thought. Johnny McDonald, a tweet from uh, John Owens, a Pats fan, after Graham Burke's appearance the other night. He said, "I wonder will this get him a move to a top half club in the League of Ireland." Because that's not where Rovers are at the moment. They're not no, even they're in not. the top half. No, they're not. They're sixth at the moment. Uh, obviously, Pats are ahead of them. They're ahead of them. The top three have been there, Dundalk, Cork and Waterford. Uh, I mean, it, it's been inconsistent for Rovers because you asked me the question and, uh, uh, you know, you know they've lost seven matches in the league this season. That's not... You're not going to win a league. They've lost six away from six, home, I think. Yeah, they've, I they've think. They're on the road. So, look, you know... This, they have to this, make this Europe group, though, this they? this group should be making Europe. Four, they like. should be making. Europe. Oh, it's a disaster. Yeah. To yeah. Make Europe. they, they I mean, should be making Europe. Uh, you know, it's just you know it's inconsistent, and and the inconsistency of them conceding the late goals at, the, at the, the wrong time. The like content, Limerick yeah. late goal. Yeah. You know, Bowes two late, late goals. goals. Uh, the three goals against Bowes in the opening night. Uh, like we're almost getting to all the goals they've conceded. But, like, but as, a, as, a, as an opposition manager, you'd say. Fine, they might have a bit of possession and they might have a bit of the ball, but 
we can always have a chance of scoring against him because here's the reason why. Yeah. You know, and that, as a manager going into play against me, he'd say, we'll always get a chance against him no matter how late it is in the game. They'll always, they're always conceding. So, and that gives you a bit of confidence going into the game as an, op- as an opposition team. Just before we get to Burke, um, Bows are definitely not out of the woods in no. terms of potentially 20, finishing 20 second points. last anyway. Uh, I, there's been a lot since the first day of the season when, when they beat Shamrock Rovers. Big hype and then a few games after that, like they got late goal down in Limerick, uh, a draw down in Limerick yeah. as well. So then they lost, I think it was two, one nils, it was a Derry and it might have been Pats. Lost the Derry at home, sorry. Yeah, and they time, missed yeah. two penalties in between. Yeah. So, you know, they haven't really made any great strides. They haven't won like three or four in a row, Dan. Mm. I don't think so anyway. No. Whereas it's pushed them right up there that they're on the hills of, of Waterford, Derry up there. Yeah, they're definitely still down there, Johnny, I agree, with, with the 20 points. And, uh, yeah, I think I don't think they're going to make huge progress from where they are at the moment. I really why, don't. Why did they bypass midfield if they have uh, that? Or, or why did they go long? Or I don't know. I mean, they, in fair, what's got, what's, them maybe? what's got a bit involved closer to half time? Um, and actually, you know, the second half. I mean, Bowles were pressing, albeit on a semi counter before they they conceded. They were a bit better the second half, actually. And you know, they 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 made a couple of changes and and. They, I don't know, just the first half, they were just a bit one-dimensional. They had the pace of Grant, and they were trying to use that as much as possible. Um, but it was just a bit predictable, you know. And, okay, Rovers were applying a certain amount of pressure, and we're, I think we're trying to play it a small bit more. I mean, Greg Bulger actually was starting the game okay. But I don't know. It was just a, just a really disappointing game. Like, you know, and I don't think you should also, I don't think we should overreact to one bad game either, as sometimes happens. It just it happens in every league in the world. It was just a bad game. It's just funny, you know, Martin O'Neill, the staff, um, Seamus Coleman was there. The Coleman was very positive about the league and so on. Uh, but he was he mentioned about it on, mentioned about it on, on even in Paris on Sunday. So he went to the game. Jesus, it wasn't the best. It was one of those games that everyone there, I think they understand it just happens. Oh, but it was uh, like, you know, Merseyside Derby this year, Liverpool Everton was one of the worst games you'd ever see. But either, I, I think know? the amount of games, the congestion, Dan. I think that's. The, I think you, you mentioned that a couple of yeah. minutes ago. I think over the twenty-three weeks, it's the twenty-fourth of February up to now, sixteen or seventeen games, Dan. Like, you I know, know. Well, we're up to twenty games played for some yeah, teams yeah. now, a thirty-six game season, and we've got five months left. You and know, I, you know. I, I, I suppose if I didn't put any real. T- I didn't look at the fixtures beforehand, but like, um, I would have. I would have been surprised at how the fixtures were made because it just means that the end of the. Season will be fairly anticlimactic as well, and it's like twenty games gone already. Like you know, it feels like it's only twenty to twenty-two before the break. Yeah. Um, no. I, again, I'll defend the FEI because I think their intentions were kind of good in the way that they looked after, try to look after the European clubs. But uh, it probably does evince itself in bad games every now and then when you're. Well, that's games. what I think. What would happen? There's, there's just levels of inconsistency. You know, pitches as well. Like. Well, there's well, a few mistakes. There's, there's a few mistakes being made. I, mm. Simply for the FEI, and, and again. I think people are saying they've heard this all before, but there is a few mistakes were made when they lost a week of games to the snow. They put it in before the break. They had an opportunity then to mm. put that in later in the season. That would have been one game, mm. one game fewer in the, in the mess. The European games, I can see what they're doing, but um, as it happens, the four European clubs. Well, the four European clubs are playing each other on the same game week. Right, this year. Okay. You could have just moved. Those games for put that week to July, move them for so they would have an extra game now. But that the the other like the fact that Rovers, Derry, Cork, and the Dock meet in the same round of fixtures. If that round of fixtures was in July, um, and then you know you move those two games forward, so the, the other six clubs aren't aren't moving a game forward, having an extra game for them to help the rich get richer. That's a problem as well. Um, and also the the, the FEI Cup has been given uh, a lot of preference later in the year, and. 
I don't know. I think for teams, I think you could have scheduled around the games to coincide with the FEI Cup, say quarterfinals, uh, as well Knowing as, as well because as, if a team is well gone, you're not yeah. Whatever, yeah. So then you have to reschedule league games. Then yeah. if you go far in the cup, but the, the, the possibility now of a team gets knocked out of the cup, they, and they, they might only have two or three home games left across three months, is going to lead to financial problems for teams too. So, I mean, I've simply for the FEI because the clubs want a shorter season, but really you sort of sit down, you look at the calendar, and you think, I don't know how they've reached the conclusions that they did that this was the way to do it yeah but did, well, anyone, did anyone say no before the season started no. I don't um, remember I, I, I recall questions being raised about the number of midweek games before the break yes and that's one break. aspect as well John there have been a criminal amount of big games midweek which is not the time to be playing them I know maybe in England it doesn't matter very but much I'd like but to, it does I'd, matter I'd like to here. look at say a championship you know the amount of games say a team of the championship have played over the same period of time you know mm. they're full time professionals well, no, but, yeah, yeah, but, but, but you know the point I'm making yeah, but, but the championship was how many games 40 46 yeah. and we're what 36 and as well as that we're really trying to grow attendances and like you know but you can't grow attendances can't, if people don't the have the mount, money Johnny uh, but the amount of, mid, the mount of midweek games like has been yeah. and it's been deflating because like you're at Cork and Rovers I think have played twice on Mondays Monday nights they have yeah. Yeah. and stuff like like. but anyway it uh, surely won't happen I, I'm sure year. they look at the whole season at the end of the season and they go pluses minuses they're going to have to I, review I, it because I've certainly heard the people in the FEI a couple of people have made the point in the FEI who might be involved in this are saying well we told people if they went mm. for 10 teams, this is what would happen. Mm. And I can sort of see that argument, but at the same time, they could also have planned the 10 team better. Mm. And well, so, you know, I, I don't think, uh, to be fair, I don't think this will happen again. No, they look turned out that badly. I mean, the weather was a be, big factor. The, uh, well, it was a factor yeah, for yeah, one yeah, week, yeah, yeah. you know, but, but, but it, it could, that was a costly yeah, week. Yeah. You know, they had the chance to reschedule it and get out of a bit of trouble. But I, I would, I mean, you would be critical of the FEI and things. This has gone so badly in terms of and actually deflating what's been a very positive season in terms of crowds yeah. and stuff another way that they just can't let it happen again it'd be no. negligent if they allowed this to happen a second year in a row I don't think they will I have to give them some benefit of doubt here that they won't they won't be as daft to make that mistake you're better have a fixture backlog later in the season well, than early I would find anyway. project, what did he say projected planning prevents pathetic performances Johnny is there there a lot say? of peas there oh I'm telling yeah. you but they will plan you're it. like they, a walking manual there oh, yeah. right John plan. You're you're here because of your international experience and because you know you live down the road. Um, but uh, let's talk about Graham Burke and let's talk about Ireland in the wider sense. Um, lost two 0 against France. Scoreline flattered the French a bit. I think the French <laughs> dropped off the game, didn't they? I'm not a Absolutely did. dropped uh, off the game. I thought it was actually. I thought it was very very sorry watch for an Ireland fan. We looked like. I, we I got excited day. when Young Burke come on, obviously because it's for the league and he's ex Belvedere and stuff. And what did you make? Where are we at? Well, I tell you, I'm taking my glasses off here, Johnny, here because uh, it's just, I know it's June, it's, it's international friendlies, I've been there, you know, lads just want to get away, they've done their season, they just want to be on the beach, they're not going to the World Cup, they're, you know, so mm. I can understand. they playing France in yeah, well, a, so, yeah, but you know. like, it's, it was really, really bad, really, really, really bad. Somebody Did you said, expect any better? It's expect to have a little bit of a goal. Like I can understand in the Pharaohs, you would in the yeah. Pharaohs, you would have set teams up. Absolutely, negative. would have said right. We'd be, have to be negative, but we have a plan that when we get it, this is where we go. This is who we go to. Who supports them? When do we support them? All that. But somebody told me they said they were going to visit the the, the football in the Paris General Hospital after the match that we kicked her up in the air that much. Seriously, <laughs> but it was, I, there was a stage where I just knocked. I just switched off watching the match. 
mm-hmm. I just switched off. And you know, as I said, the French just completely dropped off the game. Uh, bringing lads in to have a look at them. Like, Williams, 31. What's, you know, why, why bring older players? Like young Lenahan at, at Blackburn. Why the, was he brought in to play and fellas like that? Yeah. You know, do you know what I'm saying, Dan? Like, that, why was he brought in? Why, why wasn't he? Yeah, why, why, yeah, why wasn't, why wasn't he, the yeah. likes of him brought in? Younger Dan, players. You were, you were at the game. What was the mood among the media over there? Ah, well, the media mood's pretty irrelevant. Probably just, you know, cynical and sort of moaning as ever about mm. the Wi-Fi and the, the screens. But, like, you know, just, 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 I know, I tried to watch it I tried to watch the game back a bit last that night. That must have actually. been hard. Well, I just, like, at the time, like, actually, I mean, the lack of screens in the press box means you don't get replays of like key stuff. So I wanted to watch mm. stuff back again. And um, I like, I mean, France are in World Cup mode and they were probably always going to beat us, really. Uh, but it was just a really flat non event of a game in the second half. Was it so even the stuff that the, like, the lads who came in and did quite well? And I think Burke did, I actually think Williams did too, try and get on the ball. But I don't know, the game was in a bit of junk time at that stage too, mm. basketball terms. You know, that you got to wonder the value of it because France had definitely dropped off. Like, I, I so what's the positives from the Irish the, point of view, the from the manager's point of view? Say, what were the positives? Who do we look at? Who did we say we can bring into the squad? Was it a, a, an exercise for the league? Uh, Air Tristy League to bring the lads in, good publicity, you know, keeping everything, everyone happy. I'm just, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure if it's, I'm not sure if it's, there's a publicity thing about it, although I do think that it's probably been milked a bit, uh, mm. you know, and, and let's try and make this a positive of the night. Um, I, I, have a, I have a small, I, I just, I mean, you just wonder about the plan sometimes that even some of the lads who are coming into the team that are trying to learn a bit about international football are sort of playing in teams that would never play in a, in a game of note. Do you know, like yeah. a couple of times last year, like in the friendlies where Daryl Horgan was playing in the middle of midfield, a bit like O'Dowd the other night was there with Brown. And I just can't see them ever playing that way we, with that with that with those players in a meaningful game. So it's a bit like let's throw lads out there and see how they get on. But I don't I, I have a bit of sympathy for some of the players that they're not necessarily surrounded by order and Well you know when we you say well, we we'll have a go at some stage. It's just we'll just defend it. We'll just defend we'll just defend we'll minimize this we'll minimize this. And for me, Saturday coming up against the USA, that could be a good as a test in relation to see how far the USA have come on technically, they, tactically. Yeah, you know, yeah. compared to say 15 years ago to where we were or 20 years ago, are we just plateaued? Well, they have a very young squad on Saturday as well, the USA, so that'll be worth, worth having, you know, be worth having a look at. But, um, but you know what I'm saying, Daniel? Yeah. Are we just sitting there? Are we just sat there and hopefully, let's hope we qualify? Most importantly, qualify, get the money, get the money in. Where okay, the seventeens have done really, done really well. They got beaten on the penalty shootout, but they they defended really, really deep against. Well, well your point game. would be your point would be, I think, is you're involved with coaching younger players. Yes, is that if you if they sit down to watch the Irish senior team, what do they see? They don't see football being played in the in the way it should. And be what played. problems does that present for you or for going them? forward? It, pres- it, it presents like I mean, are we showing the, Are we doing enough with the players technically? Younger players technically to bring them through. To say, yeah, and when we get to a certain place, that we just go off in a different way. We go off up a different avenue. Mm. And, you know, so the younger lads are going through emerging talents and all that. And there's, you know, technically be, become better players, playing right up the back, playing through midfield. And then that all just stops. It's As I said before, it's like being trained to be an electrician. And then you're sent down onto the factory floor. And the fella says, now you're a plumber. So I just yeah. wanna, Do you know what I mean? Like I just want to actually bring in somebody who's played um, for Ireland as well with the League of Ireland connection. Um, that's Alan Bennett, um, who has a couple of caps for Ireland against Ecuador and Bolivia in May 20, 2007, rather. And Alan is on the line now. Alan, it's what? So it's 11 years since then. 
what did you make of it? What do you make of Ireland at the moment? We have a lot of positivity about Burke coming in from a League of Ireland sense, but that's only obviously a small part of the Ireland narrative. What, what do you make of it at the moment? Is it frustrating you? Is it as much as it's frustrating me and some others? It is. It is frustrating. Um, I suppose if you took out to go to Burke thing, you know that's probably the only positive story. Maybe out of the out of the out of the situation, you know, the air sense kind of needed that kind of a good story to come out with with the with the caps, the new caps. Um, maybe it kind of plasters over sort of our approach to these games. I can see from a coaching sense that you know they want to put in the way they want to play, so there's no point in changing it for a friendly game when you're not going to do that in a competitive situation. Yeah. So. It's understandable from 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 the coaching point of view because there's no point in, in confusing players or going down a road of showing doing maybe something else. But then it's always nice, I suppose, to see a plan B or see you know something else. But then Martin can probably and Roy can probably stand over their record and stand over what they've done and and say look, this is what we've done and this is how we've done it. So we want to get better at that. But yeah, you, you just want to see a tiny bit more, I suppose, when we're in when we're in. Because we're not a football nation, and we never probably will be. That takes a, a whole generational change. But what you'd love to see is just maybe more of an attacking threat, and 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 that that can be done. You know that can, that can that can be done. So you'd love to just see a bit more of that. I mean, Alan, I know it was maybe a slightly different time, sort of eleven years ago when you were brought in. Um, but I mean, there, there's parallels, and that it's you know it's an end of season sort of gathering, and there's a lot of new faces. Like there was a lot of new faces in in America at that time. I mean, can you sympathise with some of the newer lads who maybe things didn't happen for you know who were winning their first or second or third cap, um, that they're still learning the game in a sort of an unusual time where there's you know a lot of senior players missing. I mean, is that can it can it be difficult for your, for newer players in that environment? You're you're basically kind of going in on trial, really. You know that's what you're kind of going in. You're kind of going in so that they can look at you firsthand and see, you know, whether they, you know, whether they'll want to use you when when things get competitive. That's the kind of sense that I had looking back now. And you know, you're you're hugely grateful of the opportunity, and you want to get in. You want to show that you can play at the level, and and but there is that kind of feeling that you're in to show what you can do, and. You, you know, you have to also use it on your own personal level then to kick on at your club level to push you on to the next few levels so that you can become, you know, hopefully a regular and hopefully show them something possibly different, you know, because he has, there has been a lot of players who have moved on who would have shown, would have given something different and now they have to kind of replace that. So, um you would, I would just, I would just love to see, you know, what the, the, you know, what the attacking kind of approach is. You know, I'd love to see that more clearly. You know, it's, it's kind of hard to pick it out at the moment. And listen, you're playing one of the best teams in the world, so you're not going to be able to show it consistently throughout the game what your approach to to attacking is. But you know, you could, we could probably sit now and look at that game again and not still not be sure what it was they were trying to do when when we had the ball, you know. 
Alan, Johnny, so, Johnny McDonald here. I, I, I agree with a lot of the stuff you're saying that the lads coming in on trial and whatever, and you, you, you'll do what the manager asks you to do to the best of your ability because you want to be part of, of an international setup. But I also agree that you need to have that plan B or the plan C. And if, if the way we play, the way we drop so deep, and the wide players are, are nearly full backs and everyone is so deep that you, you know, is it plan B that you, you get set pieces and you score goals from set pieces, or do we have a counter attack, you know, where we have pace to get beyond and like the other night when, when we broke down the left hand side Shane Long got in down the left hand side after the clearance from uh, McLean and it took it, look, it took forever for people to grow up and we just lost the ball after being the French having it for two or three minutes I mean we've got to go and get it get mm-hmm. possession and it, you know that, that possession has been uh, you know positive and, and, and in an attacking sense but uh, we just don't seem to have this as you said, plan B or plan C, that we play it up to Shane Long, who supports him, when do we support him, you know, who holds and whatever else. It's just, can we minimise, can we stop? Like, I, I think Duffy said that, you know, he didn't carve us open. We gave them the goals the other night as well, but that, which is yeah. fair enough. Yeah. And the, the the priority for, as I said, for, for Martin and, and Roy and his, his coaching staff is to play that way, you know, and that's the way we play. But sometimes it just looks to me as if, it's not planned. I don't know. It just looks as if there's no plan. You'd, you'd que- I think you'd question the, the plan A to a point. But, I mean, Adam, just to bring it back to this parish slightly, like, what, what do you make of Burke's inclusion? Because I know maybe there would be, a, obviously, probably a school of thought in Cork that maybe it should have happened for, for Shawnee Maguire a year ago. But, I mean, how did you feel he did? And, and generally, I mean, as someone who's experienced, you know, the high end here and you know what it takes in the various levels um, over the water... Like, where do you stand on the on the sort of general topic of of League of Ireland players being around the international squad? Um, I'm I'm obviously for it. You know, I'm a League of Ireland man. Um, I think his inclusion was justified. I think he, he's he's that type of player who can do something. You know, technically he's 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 very strong. Um, obviously, there's parts of his game that need to to be worked on, and that's what he's hopefully doing. But once you can kind of show that you're exceptionally strong in an area where we're kind of where the Irish um, I'm trying to say in, in an attacking sense I suppose they're trying to replace players who have gone mm. Keane, Hoolan you know what I mean who are highly technical players and I'm not saying the other lads aren't highly technical players they, they absolutely are but, but just give you that little bit of something different I suppose um, and he, he can do that you know he's done that in games against us at Cork um, and for yeah, well, look, I suppose there would have been a lot of criticism when 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 Shawnee left. He was immediately put in the squad, but I think that was maybe all just a bit of timing. I don't know, you know. But like the the player is good enough, and if they're good enough, then they're ready. I think regardless of what club. But you know what? There was a bit of pride when you see you know Rovers and Bowls represented, and, and as you said, when the team sheet went up, and it was nice to see. And 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 it, it, I suppose our league is is hopefully 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 moving. In a, in a in a better direction, you know. And mm. again, Alan, I'm just saying with the likes of Bo coming in there, that it's a good chance for him. You know, if he's playing at the level here in the Airtricity League, and he's doing really well as we know. But when he go to the next level, it's a good opportunity to see can he go, can he progress to the next level, and and it was a good opportunity for him. And I, I think he generally done well on the ball. He was very calm. He set up a bit of a pass down the right yeah, side. Actually, but I'll, you know what I'm saying to get to the next level. Yeah, but but also like this could be kind of pioneering for the League of Ireland in that. Like, 
Graham Burke, he got 20 minutes in a fairly big international friendly uh, in, in, in Paris, and he was pitched right into it. And what I liked, Alan, was basically his first pass was a very intelligent pass, and in a game in which nothing really happened positive from Ireland, you couldn't say that if you looked at these 11 players or whatever, 15 players that played, he didn't look in any way inferior to me. No, I think, I think it says, hopefully, what the blueprint is is that they're looking, because Shane Supple's a highly technical player as well, you know. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at highly technical players in our league. You know, that, that, that speaks volumes in itself to us as a league, in our philosophy, in our coaching, in how we approach it. That if you get, you know, like technically proficient in a lot of good stuff, well then, you know, you, you, can, you can grow up and you can grow your body and you can athletically develop. But that's, that's the basis of what they're selecting players for for the national team. So that, that's... No, that's big in itself. Is it as simple as, like Dan, you've brought the point up before how important the next championship is, and the last one obviously was, was incredibly important as well. Is it almost like we've sacrificed a philosophy, Alan, in terms of the long term, that little, like the two managers were told, qualify for these tournaments at whatever you think is the best way of doing it, and screw the actual ability to try and play a game of football and maybe put a philosophy in place there that just seems to be badly lacking? I... I, I I think so. I, I think I think that there's so much involved in the finances, and there's so much involved in in a successful national team that I think that just gets the other side gets pushed. You know, it gets sacrificed a slight bit. And I think, and you know what, and I, you you've heard Martin O'Neill in interviews justifying his record, and his record is good, and. That that that's him kind of saying, look, my record's good. What we're, what we're doing is good, and you know we're we're getting to tournaments, we're qualifying, he's talking about win rates or whatever, and 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 in competitive football, and that's probably his mandate. You know, that's what he's been probably told to do. That's mandate the is the word, isn't it? You know, your mandate is results based. Like, yeah, they have to qualify for a tournament in Dublin or else. They're out of that's a job, it. you know. And that's, but that's, isn't, that's isn't it very, isn't it very kind of defeatist that he and maybe he's right, but he thinks the best way is for us. It reminds me of the old Galway United fan saying, "Like stick to what you're good at and stop trying to play football." Because mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, like I, I just can't get over how negative we were last but year. Johnny, like, these players are not; they're no worse than Iceland or Northern Ireland, surely. But Johnny, I, I can understand the manager trying to qualify the, the country, mm. trying to qualify. Do we need to play mm. like that? But, but not for ninety minutes. Mm. No, not for 90 minutes. There has to be some kind of rest boy where you go, oh, this this is good. That's a really positive sign. We kept the play. We counterattacked. We kept the ball for a few minutes. We yeah. played it around the pitch. We controlled the game for some parts of the game. That we, You know what? We don't ask teams questions, enough questions. Yeah, you're, you're Actually, Alan, you're a Cork manager. Where does Roy Keane fit into all of this? Because surely this is an anathema to the way he'd want to play. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's more than... It's the number two role, you know, as opposed to being... It's it's what you know. You have as a as someone who's gone through the coaching process, it's made pretty clear what you are as an assistant. You're dovetailing the manager, and yeah. your you know whatever strengths you know you whatever weaknesses you feel he has, you try and dovetail that with with some strength of your own. Um, your own probably individual philosophy probably gets pushed to the side. You know, it's probably it's probably what the the manager wants, and probably what and then and again what the manager is told to do from who employs him. You know, so there's that whole. String, but I I agree with Johnny that like I'd love to just see uh, something you know in in that attacking sense where you think oh, you know what that little passage of play I know was lovely I'd love to see more of that or someone you know a little counter attack where three or four of our player, players fly forward with the ball just something you know just something where you think 
that. We could build on that. We could work with that. I, I, I accept watching, you know, 60 minutes without the ball to just get, you know, 20 minutes of that. If if we're critical of Ireland, um, we could be a little bit critical of Cork City as well, that you don't quite play enough football. Is that fair enough? Well, that's you, Johnny. That's <laughs> you. No, it's <laughs> Johnny's <laughs> opinion. <I'll. laughs> but, but actually, it's a point like last year, Cork would have been... Um, when you needed to be, you, you could sort of be physical and, and do what you had to do, but you had the understanding between the Ford players that, you know, they Which were... Yeah, but, yeah, we but were I, I think this season, you know, with Cork, the way they, like one ills, two ones, haven't been playing great in games, as people have saying. I just think that's a sign of good champions, that you can get through games and, you know, maybe people say they've gone through a little bit of a bad uh, Yeah, patch. but like, no, in fairness, no. Well, like, well Alan, I'd, I'd, say, I'd say, I'd say last, last week's win must be one of the most satisfying ones this year, I would have thought, to go away to a you know a good club and, and, and take home the three points it must be up there with your results this season yeah look um, we're we're a team that I like to think is strong in all the areas of transition defending transition attacking we're not excellent in, in any area but we are very good in all those four areas and we work very hard I mean, very good in all those areas. And, like, if you, you look at our, some of our goals, even last week, Jimmy Cahan, do you know what I mean? That's mm. that stuff I was saying to him after, you know, double step over on the edge of the box, curls one in the top corner. Sadlier's goal wasn't it's, bad either. You know, Sadlier, on top of that then, 100% meant to do what he was going to do from the edge of our box. 100% meant what he was going to do. 100%, I can guarantee you that. 70 I could, see him, I could see him looking. So, like... We we uh, and there has been a certain amount of change in our team, and there has been performances which haven't been five star. But mm-hmm. we're grinding, and we 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 understand that this part of the season, because of the fixture load, you have to grind. My my my, um, my only flaw with you though is if you players like with the talent of Buckley and Morrissey, who've been essentially bypassed for so much of so many games. I think Cork can play better than that. That's my criticism. I know Cork fans are at me, but I think even though your results are beyond reproach, I think you can play a nicer brand of football because you have the players. In what stages? Like in one way, when, like, when you're at home to Sligo, game, like, for example. What, 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 so what's uh, what, what better football in, in, in your philosophy? I sat, beside, I sat beside you for the Sligo game at yeah. home where you went long for about at least an hour of that game despite the fact you were playing against one of the poorest teams in the league. Hello. Are you there? Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm there. Yeah. Sorry, man. Um, <laughs> I sat beside you actually um, for the Sligo game at home when you went very direct. I thought for much of the game against one of the weaker teams in the league. That would be a game I think where you should be taking the game to them. To the opposition. Yeah, like just this, you know, I mean, I, yeah. I, th- I think I suppose with the players you had, Morrissey was playing that night, uh, Buckley wasn't playing, but I don't know, I just think you have the players, it's, it's very hard to argue with this because your results are very good, but I think mm. if you play like the way you've been playing in the league in Europe, for example, it's hard to see how you're going to reach your potential. Yeah, well, um, what, you know, your opinion of our potential as opposed to, our, that kind of differs there, but... Yeah, um, I think I, you have a lot of potential. Yeah, well, I, I, I think when some teams come to Cork it's kind of like a free shot you know what I mean and when you're playing like a free shot you've nothing to lose you know you go 2-0 down you're supposed to be 2-0 down you're hanging on the game you're hanging on the game you know so like there's that when people come down some of the some of the teams they have that kind of opinion and that's mm. you know it's fair enough that's that's their approach and some and some teams have done very well against us down there but again we've we've a very very strong home record and 
I kind of I understand where you're coming from, but I, 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 if I had the choice, if I was the manager, I'd do the exact same thing. To be honest, you like, do the I, exact same thing, yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah. I'd go for. I'm. I mean, we're in the results business. Do you know what I mean? And then it's about it's about being very good in in as many areas as opposed to really good in one area. And people saying, you know what? And you know, like sometimes it it plays it plays my mind a little bit that you know the the, the playing out from the back or you know, the goalkeeper getting and starting to play, this this all of a sudden became the brand mark of total football, you know, of the way to play football. And I'm I'm really not sure whether if I was a coach and I was going in, I'd want to play football, absolutely, but I want to play football in the attacking half. And, and I think that's what we do. And I think, you know, rather than it starting at the back and where you have goalkeeper, a back four, keeping the ball, five players against two players in the opposition, you're kind of going nowhere, do you know what I mean? In my mind, I know you're building up to something a lot of managers will argue against me. Alan, just, just from a coach's point of view or manager's point of view, I, I would agree, you know, if it was my team, would say, you know, let's go and get the game over, let's get our two goals up, we can go and play, we can adjust our game then, we can play up in the back, we can play through midfield. But if it's, you know, if you if you go if you're going direct as Johnny says, and that's the way you approach the game and start the game, and you can get your goals early and you can put the game to bed, then you can go and practice on the other stuff as well. It is a results business, Johnny. I have to say, and when you're in there as a coach or a manager, well, well he also he also makes a very good point yeah. that everyone now thinks you have to play like Barcelona no, you, or that. You don't. And and if, if defences are getting used to that, they're not going to be getting yeah, but, used to the physicality like, of long balls. But, but, so you have to be able to do A and B. Like, but you know again, what I mean? we look at the younger I don't age, have an issue with that. I just think Cork could play better against I think they teams. do. I, but I think they do play a, yeah. a bit of football. I mean, absolutely do. But in the right times, and the right, yeah. when, when you're managing the game and when to do it and how to do it, why... why Put yourself under so much pressure at the back when you don't need to put yourself under pressure. Uh, Why not play higher up the pitch? How, 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 are, you, the game. how are you, Alan, actually, in terms of your, your own you know fitness at the minute? Gradually easing your way back, um, which is good to see. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just I'm at that kind of stage now where I'm absolutely just managing myself. And um, I was just funny there, Johnny was saying he was sitting beside me for the, for the Sligo game, and at half time he went down and he came back up with a biscuit and a cup of tea. And I was. Did it, Underneath Cork City, there's like a huge range of biscuits at half time. You know, you've got custard creams, boar Where is the story going, man? <laughs> this, oh, hold on, this is coming to something. And then he came back up and I said, oh, you know, because this will tell a lot about the person. I said, what, what, what biscuits you go for? Ginger nuts. I mean, what sort of... <laughs> so is there no happiness in his life? Like, he's going straight down for the ginger nuts. Like, there's, there's creamy buns, the whole lot down there. You, could, you know what I mean? Open, lo- let loose a little bit, Johnny. You know bear, I mean? bear in mind, I, I lost my absolute... <laughs> B that day, and uh, secondly, I'd watched the first half of you against Sligo. That didn't make it any better. Ah, you know? no. But um, no, I, I, it was it was a lo- it was a lovely tea room. But um, before you go, um, Munster Derby, it just it's we're talking about the fixture congestion. It just you, there's no time to rest here, and you're straight into Watford, uh, which will be a cracker on Friday. Yeah, it's 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 great, and you know what? When when they put out the you know the idea of the league, and you wanted these games. And they're the games you want on the Friday night, and that that has worked. You know the, the frequency of those games and the attention they get and, and the excitement. It's just on the other side of that. Then you have really good games on a Tuesday night, which is where it's kind of falling down. But yeah, um, yeah we're we're really looking forward to down here. You know what I mean? It's, it's always special. It's been it's been there've been really good games this year between us and them. So no doubt it'll be the same. Feisty on, uh, games as well, Alan. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and obviously. Um, our best wishes in Cork to, to, to Rennie you know to Alan Reynolds um, very sad to hear what happened with him and, and uh, wish him a speedy recovery I know he's a really tough guy I played with him in the field so I know how hard he is so he'll be, uh, 
we'll be back up and moving as quick as possible, really. Um, listen, it's great to have you on. Are you, are you still doing the Pilates? My last question. I just finished the class there now, lads. I got to get in on the Wednesdays. Now it's the only time I get to, I get to win, so I'm just out there now. So I'm feeling pretty good. Well, having a good moment. If you're doing the Pilates, stay off the custard creams, Alan. <laughs> gingerbread, no, gingerbread all the way. Go, go, man, Alan. Thanks a million. Thanks so much, Alan. Cheers. Sound boys. Cheers. Uh, I I thought that was actually a very very interesting interview there, and uh, Benno very much defending um, the way Cork play, which was was really intriguing interview, I thought. Um, and as you say, Dan, that was a huge win against... Like That's th- their best. I think that, I mean, yeah. I know they beat them Dock at home, but I thought that was their best win of the season. Just just in terms of, it was the kind of game... That's a big call where, now. Where, yeah, I, I thought it was their best win of the season. I did. They hadn't won a really big game away from home yet, which is the Dock had gone up to Derry and won 4-1. Cork have gone to Pats and won. And I think they needed to match them. It was just, you're looking at last week, the Dock at home to Bray, always going to beat them. Uh, actually, we should say best luck, best wishes to the... McGovern or Bray before we forget a really dreadful injury as well um, but um, the you know Cork just needed a win like that they, they'd been very good at home but they they sort of just dropped points away they dropped points in Limerick I know they beat Limerick in the more I mean there's been so many pretty games but you know they, they've just been games where I mean they hadn't inspired and and of course Alan like you know I actually think he, he makes very good points there I think the only disappointment you would have about Cork maybe would be uh, like we're talking about international players and um, you know Kieran Sadler is one with the ability but he hasn't been picked in certain games and there have been certain times where he's he's gone with a certain approach for certain games uh, yet I mean, Sadler started on, on Friday night he, he won a penalty I think or he was involved winning a penalty within you know 60 seconds so when they have those players on the pitch they can be very good and I think there was just something very impressive, I thought, about that it's, result. And I'd sometimes say, that... As much as the, it seemed like it could have swung either way yeah, at times that game. But though, sometimes but so. that, that match, and I've been involved in the games and playing them and managing them, that that's just the game that changes your season, Dan. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That, that gives you the confidence to really push on out for Cork. Sometimes it's just that game that you win away from home and it's a convincing game. It just gives everyone a little lift and the players well. I'm not saying that they're not confident, but sometimes that's just a game changer for you. They're still top of the table if they win yeah, their yeah, game in hand. Yeah. And, and like you have games this Friday with Cork, Waterford and, and the dog away to Rovers. Who I think Rovers will be very competitive in that game. I think Cork's game in hand is against Derry. I think that might be next week. So they, they have on Cork's Monday, on Monday. Yeah. Yeah, Monday. Double so header with Galway and Cove, I think, well, for well, me. That well, I think, yeah, but yeah. well, I mean, you're... you're one of the two or three people thinking of that double header, but the, I'd be well, thinking yeah. more so the double header of Cork at home to Waterford on Friday and at home to Derry on Monday. And you're thinking if you can get six points from that off the back of winning in Pats, that's a huge statement going into the into the break. Just briefly, the, is this the goal of the season? Sadlier's. Uh, it's a it, hard one. It's amazingly it? good, but not for me. No. Opportunistic goal. Not for I, me. I tend to agree with you, but at the same time, it was a ridiculous. It's goal. an extraordinary feat, but I, I don't think. I do I, believe he meant it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do, but I don't think still that's the goal of the season. I agree. You I know? agree with you. Um, the other results we didn't get to as well, obviously we're doing it a bit uh, arseways today, but uh, the others we didn't get to... Not in, just in, today. In the, in the, prim- <laughs> <laughs> the Premier Division. <laughs> hey, come on now. Um, Dundalk obviously beat Brave 5-0. Sligo, uh-huh. nil, Limerick, nil. Um just One of them needed a win there, didn't they? Really? Well, you know, yeah, that was I want to yeah. just start. Well, let's move on to the pre- let's yeah. move on to the preview. We can discuss the, those we, games we while, we're, while okay. we're reflecting on them. The, the preview, right? I, w- I actually wanted to start on Bray anyway. We're at home to Pats now. Bray um, obviously lost five 0 against Dundalk. There was a story in the business post about a couple of high-profile developers who, allegedly, anyway, Bray kind of said were going to be part of the um, sort of. 
I, I guess they're they're funding this year, and both of them strongly deny that, including Greg Kavanaugh and I think Johnny Rohn. Um, so that that raises so many questions questions about licensing and yada yada. But There's okay, nothing new and talking about no, no. nothing new. But Dan, are we are we again at a point where like Pats are? I think they're like four to one on to win in Brave, which is we're getting to the, this week in week out. Brave are now going to be mad big price. To, to, to be well, the prices are relevant, but the, so the, in other the, words, the, are, are we going? Are they going to get hockeyed every week? Is this season going to unravel now? They won't get hockeyed every week. I mean, are we going to be worried that they're going to pay their players? They, they've beaten Rovers recently. Are we going to be worried about the other stuff? Jesus, of course, yeah. But I've been worried about that from the first week of the season. But they passed and, the license and, process, and they're well. I mean, I know we might get a license if we cobble together a few <laughs> pieces of paper, like you know. But but the. The, the, the thing That's is, a bit harsh, Dan. In fairness, they've, they've obviously had to go through the rigors of the license. No, but I think you know there could be an element of uh, you know if you have a lad getting out of your taxi and the fare is twenty five and he's only got a twenty and he says, "Listen, you know, I'm good for it. Next I'll, week. I'll be good for it next week." You, but they're still yeah. there. In fairness, you, you, you they're them. still there. They're no, still I know. Kind of I know. Players, I, I, know. They, 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 I mean, in fairness, you can't. They're they still ha- there. They haven't, you know, they haven't had issues yet this nope. season. I guess, you know, but the, you asked me about the fears. I'm just talking about a team, you know, who still has some relatively high-profile players that would be unreasonable money, you would McCabe think. And, and there's 300 people going to their home matches. So that catches up with you. We talked about earlier on, if you get knocked out in the cup and you don't have money coming yeah. in. So, hey, you never know. They might, they might magic it out somewhere. Maybe it's there all along and uh, it'll be absolutely fine. I just guess from afar, you, you would be, Johnny's question was, would you be worried? I'd be worried. Now, we'll see if that comes to pass. Would you be worried um, you're seven behind in the steak dinner? Race? Yeah, I'm very worried about yeah. that, to be honest. Yeah, I'm, Irretrievable. Uh, I'm not going to pay myself. I think, point I think whatever chance they have getting, is, is at home as well. I think the pitch out there suits. So, and it, even Pat's going out there the weekend. It's not easy. Losing Aaron Green has been a big one because he can help the stretch teams. If yeah. you're under a bit of pressure and he has that, uh, that he, was, he was also terrible when he was playing for pretty much all season. But anyway, ah, he was. He was absolutely by his standards. He was having an atrocious season. And a lot of them players need to look at themselves how bad they were because in fairness they were getting paid so they could have actually Keep taking the ginger around. nuts Johnny <laughs> Bray against Pats is going to be an away win let's get the ball I'm rolling I'm going to go there. for an away win John McDonnell yeah I have it marked as an away win ok Cork at home to Waterford um, I, does the Reynolds thing like I, you wonder you know, yeah like I like Waterford I was at the, the, the correspondent well, one of the, the correspondent fixtures um, I mean that was the mad row and uh, in some ways you wonder like does the Reynolds situation does it take some of the, the sting out of that situation because he was on the bench he was involved albeit um, more maybe a su- supporting role Noel Hunt uh, getting involved Noel well. Hunt going to Waterford is going to be an interesting one he'll, he'll, he'll give them something like I, I probably am going to go for a home win here but at the same time you know you're, you're looking at Waterford there <laughs> against Derry when they have the two guys up front available um, and okay I think they might have one or two delayed suspensions kicking in for this but Waterford will be up for this. They will be right up for it. I, I probably do do still just fancy Cork to win, but you can see you can make an argument strongly for the other for the other you know, those defence are gonna have their hand full. I agree with Akinada and Dufus. I really agree yeah. that they can cause problems. I really do, but just for me I just think Cork as well. I just think at home. I just think they'll just have a little bit too much. For they might Warford. just be. They might just be clicking into something. The form, yeah. they might what about Watford defensively? Are they at the moment? They've um, they conceded six against uh, Limerick, but they yeah. did keep. Uh, well, they've had Brown was there. Then he's playing injury. Then playing through an injury. He's a lad who'll be up for this had, as well. Yeah, they've had a few suspensions and stuff. And uh, I, yeah, I, I I'm going to uh, go for an away win. 
an away win. Just okay. I think Watford they have so much motivation here. They want to do it for Alan Reynolds. I think the players, why uh, you know the two lads. They were certainly mastered them in midfield in the second mm. half in the RSC. But again, it's one of these things where Cork have to look at that. They've got Harry and they've got a, a Bora. And okay, I think a Bora might be out actually this game. I need to double check that. Um, but suspended. Yeah, but. Um, the Cork try and take them on with some of their players or what way do they approach it you know McCormick for example was taken off in that game because he was struggling very badly so they have to sort of assert some kind of control there I think by playing ball as well as just not just because Waterford also go direct at times too to get to the two lads up front as well it's not as if it's absolutely a, it's not as if this is one football side against a non-football side there's, there's similarities between these teams in many ways um, but you know, Waterford were a bit cuter in the first game. Anyway, home win, Cork, Waterford, Derry v Sligo. I have the lock um, of the week here, Dan. What's that? Sligo. Away win, mm. lock of the week. Mm. I think that might just be an overreaction. But I was disappointed with Derry. I'm going to Johnny Max going for home win for Derry. I mean, I saw Conor McDermott making bad mistakes. But yes. Instead of McInniff in the pitch, he, he was poor against Pats. He didn't look as he, he was hasn't fit. hasn't trained on. I, I, in I don't. I terms. don't. We had Jared Arty having a bit of a meltdown after one of their matches in the media as well, where he's like, yeah. "This is not good enough." I think that was the Pats game. I think he was. He was to me. Yeah, if you, actually, Derry he, Journal. It's, he Johnny was a, McDonald producing some Derry Journal. He was annoyed by the comments. I, I, you could say that he maybe didn't appreciate some of Kenny Shields' post-match comments. That's how one way you would. So I, I'm just a bit worried about the harmony in the camp there. And I, I think, in fairness to Sligo, they, they set up well defensively. Um, the, the young lad at the back um, who was sent man. off, man, disgraceful tackle for the for the first yellow card, which should have been a straight red. He literally just kicked him. Um, now he's been doing well. He'll be suspended for he, this, he, though. He, will he be suspended two yellows? <laughs> yeah, automatic. You got automatic. Automatic. Match, That's man. a worry. Yeah. But if they set up and they can nick a goal, I, I think they're 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 obviously going to be um, outsiders. I'm, but I'm, I'm going to go for home. I'm going to go for home, home win there. Limerick at home to Bowes. Uh, Johnny Mac, what's your what's your shout on that? You've left that one. Oh, no, you've gone for a bow. No, I, I, I stuck down. No, I didn't. I stuck down a draw. Dan. Oh, a draw. Between, yeah, 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 that's I've, your little tick in the box. Yeah, yeah. I, I think a draw is, is a. I mean, Limerick have, although the injuries, they've become a small bit more solid the last couple of weeks. For whatever you know, from they, they were competitive against Cork. Uh, I'm going to go for a draw there. Home so, win. Home win. And then a bit worried. And and then Shamrock. Shamrock Rovers. Shamrock Rovers and Dog. Yeah, like. Rovers have been have been decent at home, and you can see why. You there's no point even. There's no point even trying to analyze this game. We don't know what we're going to get with Rovers. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just mad, like, isn't it? Yeah. And this game, of course, is live in air sport. Johnny Mack will be part of the uh, new coverage, suit for that, which starts half an hour might, before kickoff. Might kick get off. a new suit might for that. Do you want to mention? Do you want to mention the provider again? <laughs> Colour and cuff. Colour and cuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, might, um, I don't know, Johnny. It depends on the weather. Depends we on just the weather. Short. You enjoying no the nice weather, John? Beautiful. Yeah, you look like a man that tans quite easily. I, I, do you know what? Yeah. I, as I said, I'm going on holidays. I'm going to where the women tan their hides, and they don't hide their tans, Johnny. Jesus. Prediction here, John. <laughs> uh, Dundalk away. Dolly Mount, is away it? Away. <laughs> <Gone> away. <laughs> Month and Dolly Mount would be ahead of a trip, wouldn't it? Um, Rovers Dundalk. Dundalk for me. Rover. Johnny, you're shaking your head. I'm you going to go with Dundalk. Me. But I was at the, the the game in round round one. Oh, and this, this is where I lose the predictions. This is where this is the kind of thing. I actually I think it'll be a draw. I think Rovers. I just think they might they might, very good at home. They might get a performance. I from just them feel here. before we wrap up, I feel Dundalk are really in that transition now, where these players are coming through. You see Jarvis is playing, Tagbajumi's coming on, Adrian is coming on. If my predictions are right, if Cork win and Dundalk draw, then Cork go ahead of Dundalk, mm. and then they win their game in hand on Monday, and it's suddenly like they're, they're <laughs> four clear. I think it will be four or five clear. So it's a big, it's a big sort of weekend. This I know Dundalk play Cork after the break, but so. 
it's an interesting combination of fixtures, but um, we shall see what Dundalk happens. Dundalk are six wins on the bounce, aren't you? They're, 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 they're clicking along, yeah. I'm, uh, I, I'm groomsman at a wedding on, on Friday, but I just might lash out the old laptop and get uh, get air on for some of it. Just see what they... They're very, 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 very... sacked as a Where's groomsman? The wedding, that, it's in Castle Doro, but they're, they're very well-to-do family on the on the dam side, and I don't know the dam side of the family, so yeah. uh, see how we go. <laughs> First division, John, before we wrap up, you've, you've had a bit of... Uh, Experience of that in your day, draw the United against Cabin Teal. Just actually wrap up from last week's results. Experience well. of what the dam side. Um, <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. Uh, the, the your sentences are going anywhere and everywhere the today. First division, draw <laughs> against Cabin Teal. I was at draw against Galway. The lock of the week, Galway bombed last week. Big, big win for Drogheda. Fine strike from uh, Sean Brennan got the points there. Sure. And in, in fairness to Gerald O'Brien, he spoke up about the Pats-inspired uh, back four for Drogheda. They were very good on the night and yeah. did, didn't... Shelton, uh, Wexford, UCD, Cove, <laughs> Longford and Galway, all 7.45 Friday. Finn Harps, Atlone, 8 o'clock on Friday as well. Atlone got a point against Longford, which is amazing. This is no word of a lie, no. This is kind of after timing, but... If you want to get a bet on with the bookies uh, Johnny, nowadays, uh, right? people right. don't... I, I'm telling you, right? So if you want to back a horse, right? Oh. You kind of add in a few, like, formality of football teams to make it look like a bit of a, a mug bet, so to speak. So a fella said to me last Friday, I put in Dundalk and I've put in, um, I've put in Longford at 1-20 to 20 against Atlone. And I said, I swear to God, I wouldn't bank on that coming off because Atlone actually will get a few points together eventually. And all of a sudden, they're getting a few points. But uh, who will win the first division, John? I don't think UCD want to win it. I don't think they want to go up. I think they're happy enough to stay in the fourth division. A, that's a big comment. No, I do. I think that, you know, they're happy enough the way they go along. I think Shelburne would love to win it. Drada would definitely love to get up and Galway would want to get up. So, oh, Finn Harps are still there. Drada could sneak it. Drada could sneak it. Um, Dan, you'll be at the game Tala on Friday. I shall. And Johnny Mack will be reporting uh, for Air Sport. Uh, that's going to be a fascinating game. Thanks very much for listening. Um, I hope Alan Reynolds was among those listening in, and I hope he's recuperating. And the, the hour that has just gone will will make him even more anxious to get back uh, on, uh, on LOI Weekly. <laughs> and stop having to listen to stuff like this. In Absolutely. That case, yeah. And uh, hopefully you enjoy the games at the weekend. That was, uh, yeah, that was episode 16 of season two. And that's this weekend of the Swanee.